We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. All right, welcome back to the Pack a Day podcast. I'm Josh Circle with Trevor Jossert and Steve Perhatch. Guys, Guten Tag. What's going on, man? It's uh. It's a Wednesday morning, you know, when everybody listen to this, and we have to talk about it. It's kind of, I feel like this is rare for us, but I'm ready, I'm ready to go. I was going to say, is this our most uh, exciting Wednesday morning show we've done so far? It's got to be. Well, In we terms have, of news, I, I don't know. We've got a lot going on. This whole Jermaine Whitehead thing, we'll get into that later. Let's start with some good news, though. Ted Thompson, the 162nd inductee into the Packers Hoff, the Hall of Fame. Go Pack Go. Congratulations, Ted. Guys, this is well-deserved. I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, you would think, right? You'd think this would be a really exciting thing. So Ted Thompson, 49th Hall of Fame inductee, uh, May 4th, 2019. There will be a banquet in his honor. And yes, of course, this is an amazing thing. Um, he did so much, so many good things for the Packers organization. But if you go on Twitter, man, I am baffled by the people who say he suck and he was lucky and he fell into one Super Bowl win and all of these things. Like he was just, he, during his tenure, he was applauded for the smart, sophisticated moves and his roster building ability. And man, you know, for as much as he didn't go out and sign free agents when some of us wanted him to, he still built a competitive team for 10 straight years. So for me, this is well-deserved. Um, 
you know, Trev, I don't know about you, but for me, I think this is just a slam dunk. Of course it should be done. Yeah, and the way us fans are nowadays, um, something someone's always unhappy about something. And it, you could do 100 good things, but the one bad thing you do, you're going to get criticized for. And that's all people are going to remember you for. So um, we were kind of bouncing this around pre-show. And I think you mentioned that he, I mean, he did tail off a little bit at the end of his tenure. And I think that may be what puts a sour taste in people's mouth. And that's what they are most recently remembering of. But I, I agree wholeheartedly that this is well-deserved and this is a cool thing that should be celebrated instead of, Oh, he sucks. Or why is he, why is this happening? He doesn't deserve this. I mean, he did bring the Packers to a, a, he kept them competitive for years. um, And I don't remember what was it last year, the first time they missed the playoff in how many years, like that's something to be applauded. That's something that uh, as Packer fans, we are all spoiled um, because we, all we know is success and getting to the playoffs. So congratulations to Ted Thompson. I think it's well-deserved as well. Yeah. General manager from 2005 to 2017. And when you look at the 2011 CBA and how that kind of shifted the game, uh, not just for the rookies and the guys coming in, but like basically like knocked out the middle class and put uh, free agency in a, in a different sort of stratosphere in the sense that like you are overspending to get quality guys in the door more like you were with the NBA and baseball football wasn't like that before 2011 and now I feel like it is and that's what happened so he was successful on the front end of that drafted Aaron Rodgers let's be honest Aaron Rodgers kind of fell into his lap and I don't think we'll ever really understand why that happened but drafted Aaron Rodgers won a championship with Aaron Rodgers did not flounder right away. I mean, he struggled with the, the new economics of it, but I don't think he was terrible by any stretch. And, uh, you know, I think if you're a GM and you win your team a championship, your team at some point should say, hey, thanks for that championship. Mucho appreciato. So I don't think the this is the very least that they could do for him. Uh, and I think one of the biggest things that always really annoys me is that whole argument of, well, Aaron Rodgers fell into his lap. I get that. He still had to pull the trigger. He had Brett Favre. He could have brought in an offensive playmaker for Brett Favre, but he had the wherewithal to be like, you know what? I We can make this kid really good, yep. and we can let him sit and observe. And he pulled the trigger, and he made that choice. So as much as people want to say, oh, it fell, it fell to him, of course it did. He had to be there to make the pick, but he still made that pick. So for me, it's it's one of those arguments of, oh, you know, Oh, he, he was lucky that he was there. The Super Bowl fell in his lap as well. No, he made smart decisions. He knew what he was doing. And again, he may have tailed off a little at the end, but man, he's a smart man and he did well for the Packers. Yeah, I'm not buying that whole Aaron Rodgers fell into his lap thing. He's got other GMs and teams passing up this guy. And like you said, he could have maybe played it safe and got some more offensive talent around Brett Favre, but he took a chance and um, it led him to a Super Bowl. And for me, as a fan of, of different teams at different sports. That's, that's what you want as a fan. And no matter how many much criticism he gets, he did bring that championship to green Bay. So let me uh, change gears from somebody that was uh, really smart. in Ted Thompson to somebody not so smart. Jermaine Whitehead, <laughs> who to be fair, Bob McGinn called him possibly their smartest player on defense. This is a tweet from at Bob McGinn. Uh, the Packers have released Safety, dime linebacker, Jermaine Whitehead, possibly their smartest player on defense. He made a boneheaded mistake Sunday night in New England 
by punching center David Andrews. Uh, let's stop there for a second. Trev, you watched the game. Was it a punch? Was it a slap? And did, in your mind, did that merit an ejection? Uh, it was like an open-handed slap is what I saw. And my first reaction before I hop on Twitter like I do during every game is <laughs> that what, what, why is he being ejected? First of all, what was that? Why was he slapping him? Or There was no need for it, obviously. But to be ejected for that, I thought that was pretty pretty soft call. Even Joe Buck said, I, I want, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, oh, look, the Packers are on the receiving end of another soft call that that hurts them defensively and um a lot of other fans agreed that uh that was and there's probably some bias involved but agreed that that was not cause for ejection so um I'm a little I'm a little surprised at the Packers move to cut him if their sole reason was because of the lack of discipline uh so to speak on defense but um from my eyes in a non-biased opinion i don't think that merited an ejection although it was there was some malice behind it i guess but it was an open-handed slap steve so i don't thoughts? know yeah i mean i you know i know we're supposed to keep this as pg as possible on this podcast and that's what we normally do but yeah. jermaine whitehead bitch slapped <laughs> a, that's, a the perfect word for it. that's what he did it yeah. wasn't an open hand he shouldn't have been ejected but what happened next was even better because Goody came out and bitch slapped Jermaine Whitehead and said, no, I am not taking this on my team. This is not the type of team where you're going to be. You're going to be disciplined. You're going to do what you say you're going to do and not make stupid penalties. So I really, I know it's kind of everybody's saying, well, they don't have the depth anymore at safety. They don't have this. They don't have that. I like the move. I think he is trying to establish something that has disappeared from this Packer team of discipline and respect and things that are supposed to happen in a football field. And for me, it's a a move I applaud. It's not going to be the most popular thing in the world, but I don't know, Josh, what do you think? Well, I'm with you. Usually it's the general manager telling uh, his underlings that, no, you got to stick with this guy. He's a talent. We got so much invested in him. And, and that is, more often than not, in, in this kind of environment is where the, the discipline and the accountability tends to deteriorate. Uh, but I'm with you. I love it. And we've raved about the, the secondary before. And they have enough depth that I think they can they could take a hit like this. I'm with Trev and thinking like that does not really merit an ejection. But uh, rules is rules. We saw Clay Matthews adjust to the rules earlier in the season. Jermaine Whitehead... Uh, apparently did not have any interest in doing so. And now he is going to perhaps do that with another team. So I'm on board with it. And uh, again, you know, as you said, Steve, a nice change of pace, uh, seeing accountability from the front office. So is this the standard then that we're going to see from the Packers now? If, if any player goes out there and minimally quote unquote, bitch slaps another player that he's going to be cut the next day. Um, I, I don't know if that means they agreed with the call that he was ejected and, and stuff like that. I don't know, but I don't, I don't, whatever happened to just suspending a player? Why do, what is, what good does it do cutting him? Well, everything that I've read, um, you know, when he was in, when he was minimally in and, you know, a fill in player, I think actually there was a, 
it was Andy who had tweeted this out that when he was a fill in, a role player, he was doing very well. He, he, you know, he limited snaps, doing well when he had some time in there. But when he was getting more starter minutes, when he was becoming a full time player, he was getting exposed on things that you weren't seeing as that role player a lot, a la kind of like Chiral Fackwell. If you see, he's a good situational pass rusher, maybe is the best you're going to see. But when you stick him in full-time at outside linebacker, that's not going to quite work. So I think they had probably seen enough of Jermaine Whitehead. And with this move that he pulled, maybe that was just kind of the, the icing on the cake for them. And that gave them enough reason to just pull the trigger. And how much of this, Steve, do you think is maybe like a September call-up? You know, they've seen Whitehead. Uh, maybe they've already made a decision that he's not in the plans for 2019, and they want to get a, a look at Redmond here. Do you think that's likely? Yeah, I mean, at this point, you're three, four, and one. I And you've got a pass rusher that's out on the free agent market, and they, they haven't gone out and gotten him yet. Um, to me, it's showcasing that, they're kind of just comfortable and they're going to see what happens. They're not going to make these moves um, to bolster a lineup um, to go after a Super Bowl because maybe they realize right now that's not in the cards. They need to see what things that they have available for them going into next year. They've got two, they've got two ones, they've got a two, they've got a three, they've got two fours. They have, I believe, 45 million in cap room. Um, and they want to see if some of these kids are players. I mean, they're going to maybe. Maybe see it's finally time to see if Josh Jones can deliver on his potential. And if not, then, you know, you're looking at safety high in the draft or a free agent. So, yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely believe that they, they want to see what they've got because they realized that he wasn't part of the future. This is from and I wanted to kick this around while we still have a few minutes left. This is from Ross Uglum at Ross Uglum. So no one cares. Uh, Ross, you're wrong. We do care. So no one cares, but here's my top five for the next Packers coach if McCarthy doesn't make it out of the season. Number one, Lincoln Riley. Number two, John DeFilippo. Uh, Number three, Matt LaFleur. Four, John Harbaugh. And then five, Matt Pettin. Or Mike Pettin, excuse me. Uh, Pittsburgh's off... Excuse me, I can't read. Pittsburgh's offensive coordinator is also getting a lot out of the Steelers' offense with no Le'Veon and Ben not playing well. So there's a couple of coherent thoughts in there, even if I stumble over it. Uh, I think we all agree nobody's going to fire McCarthy until the end of the year. But what do you think of the list, Steve? Do you like the list, and, and does it make sense to you on some level? You know, it does make sense. I don't know if I'd go Mike Patton. For me, I think they wouldn't go internal. They'd have to. They'd really want to do something you have to find somebody who's going to be working. Like you're going to go after an offensive mind. You're going to want somebody that's going to work with Rogers. Um, a la McCarthy coming in and quote unquote, fixing Favre of making him use the fundamentals again. And, you know, calling him on his crap and not letting him get away with the things he was getting away with at the end of his seat, his career. Um, so I think it's a really good list. Um, I'd be intrigued. I mean, Lincoln Riley is one of the hottest names in the coaching circles right now. I'll be interested to see if he would leave Oklahoma right away for the NFL. But I mean, if you're presented with what I just said, you know, all those draft picks, 45 million in cap space, Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. I mean, that's, that's going to be an ideal situation for somebody to jump into. And I think, you know, a promising 
more up and coming defense. It's a it's a situation that people want to be in. And yeah, I mean with Ross put out a really good list. I'm I would be I wouldn't be surprised if it was a little bit more head coach experience, you know, sure. some like a retread type of thing as opposed to a young up and coming college coach. But who knows? I mean, Goody's doing things differently, and that's kind of what we've always wanted here. And if Mike McCarthy's out, and I agree, McCarthy will be out at the end of the year. They are not firing him in season. That is not what the Packers will do. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, it's a great list. I, I love Ross, and he's a great follow on Twitter and puts out great stuff. So I like the list. I, I would say a little more head coach experience dependent for my list. Yeah, you took the words right out of my my mouth, Steve. Um, when Lincoln Riley uh, jumped out at me at at first read by Josh, and I was immediately I was thinking someone who's offensive minded and and can get the weapons or use the weapons given around Aaron Rodgers to really kind of make that final Super Bowl push while they still have him in his latter half of his career. Um, and maybe it's just because he's been gifted at Oklahoma with. Baker Mayfield and now uh, Kyler Murray and it's the big 12. They don't play defense there, but um, that was probably someone and I'm a big college fan anyway. So that was kind of someone from that list that jumped out at me. But um, yeah, we've, we've talked about this before. McCarthy will not be fired no matter how many people call for it in season. And I think it's pretty close to hundred percent that he's gone if they don't make the playoffs. Am I right? You guys agree with that, that he, He's yes. he won't come back if they won't make the playoffs or even I don't know he might be gone if they make it and they don't win a game I don't um, I mean if you have Aaron Rodgers for 16 games and you don't make the playoffs I think I think he's officially done that yeah yeah I agree with that yeah me too and I, I like the list also Riley's gonna be his name's gonna get kicked around forever and I don't yeah. think he's gonna leave Oklahoma John DeFlippa though that's gonna be He's going to be like Mike McCoy was like four or five years ago. And I don't mean in terms of the results, but I mean in him being sought after. I think he's going to interview for every job there is. Uh, And I don't know much about John Harbaugh's situation. I was surprised to see him on the list. But I liked that Ross mentioned uh, Randy Kitchen. Uh, Harbaugh hasn't made – they haven't made the playoffs in the last three years. So Do you think uh, he's gone? I mean, if they don't make it again, I wouldn't shock me if it was another McCarthy type of thing of, well – it's it's just a good change for everybody to kind of get some time. You know, we'll move on. You move on to a new situation. Um, you know, I mean, that's yeah. why Mike McCarthy is being mentioned for the Browns job already. I mean, he's one of the listed as one of the favorites because if they do move on, he'll last like a week on the open market before he gets another job. No, and so, then uh, I can totally <laughs> see McCarthy. You can just imagine replace all of McCarthy's gear with Brown stuff. He it's a perfect fit. I don't like have to imagine. I like he, he, he exudes Brown. He has like a I natural have, brownness he to him. Is like the, the Brown and orange, just yuck colors. Yes. And like he, he would wear them just to a T. He's got the scruff out of the beard. Like, Oh my God. It's just a perfect fit. He's perfect probably fit. He could borrow Mike Patton's old Brown stuff. And it would just work there. Also, Randy Kitcher's the guy that offensive uh, coordinator though. Uh, amazing what he has done with uh, James Conner. James Conner probably won't be able to walk at the end of the season, but he's a name that's going to get kicked around as well. I think Green Bay would be lucky to have him. That will do it for us. I think we're all out of show here at this point. Thank you for once again tuning in to the Pack-A-Day podcast. We will have a new Pack-A-Day podcast for you tomorrow. Uh, Steve and Trevor and I will join you again in two weeks. We look forward to that. Until then, we will see you on the internet. Go Pack Go!
for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.